We're excited to announce that our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, has become the new sponsor to the show. Check out the podcast discount link in our show notes. Stay tuned for why we love using Zencaster for the podcast. Are you looking to start your journey in podcasting but not sure how? Kangaroo Firm Media Lab got you covered. Everything you need to know in launching and growing your podcast is here. Book a call now at kangaroofirm.com. By the way, I just released my ebook Harness the Power of Podcasting. To get a free copy, just go over to mikosantos.co slash free book. That is M-I-K-O-S-A-N-T-O-S dot C-O slash free book. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com A Kangaroo Fern production. Coming up next on That Podcast is Change. Action breeds clarity. That means each time that you decide that you will take action, it will help you move forward. At the same time, if you feel unsure of the things that you want to do, uh, by taking action, it will uncover. You will get that clarity that you want to get rather than overthinking of the what-ifs that you have in your mind by thinking and not moving. So for me, it's action breeds clarity. Make it as intimate as possible. You focus on just one person to help. And I think the opportunity of making it big to reach globally is very infinite. So start being personal and it is going to grow as global. You're listening to that podcast exchange. The show that will provide you valuable information and advice from world-class podcast experts to teach you the best practices to be successful in podcasting. The show for early-stage podcasters and service providers to give them the latest trends, news, and new opportunities in the podcast industry. Now, on to the show with your host, Miko Santos, the founder of Kangaroofern Media Lab. On this episode, we're having a deep conversation with ValuePod founders Se Mercado and Eloisa Almonacido for being a podcast service provider and why mentors is very important if you want to grow your business. By the way, this podcast is brought to you by Zencaster. It's an all-in-one podcast production software that gives you studio quality and audio and video without needing all the technical know-how. It's record each guest locally, then upload the crystal clear audio and video right into the software or in the dashboard. So you have a high quality raw materials to work with. If you are a listener, get this promo code that podcast exchange and you get 30% off of a Sendcaster professional account. All right, that's a good offer from Sendcaster. And also, if you are thinking of getting your own podcast just check kangaroofirm.com they are the podcast management company please do support the companies that support us check them out at kangaroofirm.com slash advertiser all right let's dive in for today's episode with the value pod founder 
Sarah Mercado, and Eloisa Almonacido. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of That Podcast Exchange. And this is Miko Santos. For this episode, we're talking to two of experts in podcast management in the Philippines. And they also have a global clientele. So please welcome to the show, Eloisa Almonacido. He is the podcast management and booking expert. And of course, Cecilia Mercado. She is a podcast launch expert. And both of them created the Value Pod podcast management. And they also have a podcast VA school. Hello, Se and Eloisa. Welcome to the show. Hey, Miko. Thanks for having us. All right. Thank you for your time as well. So let's go back. Before you created the Value Pod podcast production, why podcasting? Let me answer that before I pass the mic to Eloisa. So my backstory, Miko, is that I used to work in the corporate as a civil engineer. But when I became a first-time mom, I had to resign and take full responsibility in taking care of my 10-month-old son back then because my husband is working as an overseas Filipino worker in Berlin. And eventually, we had to like go with him under his working visa. So being said that, that I resigned, when I went to Bahrain, I looked for ways to like augment or to add to the income of the family. So I was exposed or I was introduced into freelancing. And that time, I met Eloisa and Eloisa will continue my <laughs> my story. So go ahead, Eloisa. Oh my God, do you have time? You two should sit down because this is going to be long. So me, my background really is, as far as I can remember, I have been working since 18 years old. I've been a working student. And then after graduation, I uh, I entered like a manufacturing company here in the Philippines. And at that time, when I graduated, which I am not going to say because it's going to reveal a lot of things, during that time, you know, the workers going to Taiwan and also South Korea is very, very big. And in my case, I saw the opportunity to go there and then work. And unfortunately, I was repatriated because the company transferred to China. So what happened is when I got here, I do not know what else to do other than, of course, working again to on another manufacturing company, which I really do not want to do. So I ended up going back to POEA. I think I applied as a, another manufacturing <laughs> operator, but this time in South Korea. But that time, it's a very, very long process and very tedious because I have to go through like filtering and categorization. And I don't think I have enough time because I needed the money. So while I was sitting down... Inside Robinson's department store, I think, or outside of it, I remember a woman approached me and gave me a brochure or a pamphlet telling me that, hey, do you want to apply here? And then I saw the opportunity to work again because I am a big talker and I know that I can do it as long as it's sales. If it's outside of sales, like customer service, I don't think I can handle it. So I look for a BPO or a company that handles or who's looking for a sales representative. And luckily for me, I was accepted as an outbound sales rep. And from then on, for the next seven years, I 
work in a BPO um, in a BPO setup. Um, and then my daughter came along and that really changed the dynamic. So of course, uh, when you are single, it's okay to work in a graveyard time and it's okay to work during holidays. But when you are a mother, all of a sudden the priority shift. And that's when I had her, I decided to really look for some more opportunities wherein I can still earn and yet stay at home and take care of her. And that opportunity came from an email sent by Brother Bo Sanchez. Brother Bo Sanchez is an advocate of working from home. And on that email, I remember he was telling all about Jomar Hilario and what he does. And was telling myself, this is the person that I've been waiting for. And from there, I followed a lot of people. Also, I learned from his webinar. And then one of his students I resonated with. And that's how Se and I uh, met from an internship of a student of Jomar Hilario. It's long. <laughs> I told you to sit down. So thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Eloy. So both of you have been doing freelancing for a quite some time now. So why do you niche down into podcasting? To our listener who is also a freelancer, like a general freelancer and wanted to focus on podcasting, why podcasting? So why podcasting? When I started working as a freelancer, I really do not have background in media. I don't have background in sales, in marketing, because I came from a very technical background, which is engineering. So the time that I started freelancing, I did an audit of my interest. And during that internship that Eloisa mentioned, our mentor, Natasha Rivera, tackled on one topic about podcasting. And being a mom, I found that the podcasting task gave me that flexibility of time that I'll be able to learn at the same time, deliver tasks, earn money, and learn from the content that I am doing. So it's like the sweet spot of everything that I'm able to learn about the topic that I am interested in. My time working on a client's task is not track because it's output based and then so I found that the podcast production is the niche for me as a mom so that's my like the deciding factor why I chose podcasting how about you Eloisa yeah how about you Eloisa (laughs) I think mainly same reason and other than that of course it's easy at first I thought that it was easy because I remember that the client is only asking me to edit a particular audio file And I find it very easy compared to like doing something at the back end or building a website. It's very tedious for me. And then also the time flexibility, as said, that it allows us to still multitask around the house because you are not really expected to be online, same as your client. All you have to do is just meet the deadline and you're good to go. So good to go, which means uh, flexibility is the way one main factor you went to podcasting. Yes, flexibility yeah. and money. <laughs> we are motivated <laughs> by flexibility. <laughs> okay, well, so to our listener who is trying to start to be a service provider like you, how would they going to start? What is the starting point? 
Do they need to go to a training? Do they need to go to YouTube University? In your experience, both of you, how did you start? So we were given like the opportunity to undergo mentorship and internship under someone who's already doing podcast production. But for anyone who is a newbie and do not have a network of people to ask for internship yet, what you can do is do an audit of the things that you can do right now. Like if you are interested in writing, maybe you can use that superpower of yours and your interest in writing, in offering show notes, content writing for clients, which is show notes is literally or technically a part of the overall production of podcast. So I think you do an audit of your superpowers and the things you know right now and then start from there. How about you, Eliza? Yeah, me, same thing. And also the good thing and the greatest thing right now is that there are a ton of free resources that you can find over the internet. Now, if you are not in a hurry, of course, make use of those resources. I also would want you to uh, join some groups that has the same interest as you. Let's say if you are just uh, playing around the thought of being a podcast VA or podcast manager, of course, I am going to look for a group who has the same thing or a group that talks about what I wanted to be in the future. And then I will stay there. I will check the free resources. And since I am not in a hurry, I'm not going to do any investment at all at first. Now, and after exhausting those resources and you feel that you still need more support, then do your due diligence right before you attend that paid training, right before you purchase a paid training, make sure also to check the curriculum of the course, the curriculum of the program. And do they promise the transition that you wanted to have? So right now, that's all that I can think of other than, of course, going to YouTube and finding out how to do it. But the good thing about right now here in the intraweb is the community. So find the best community that you can learn to and exhaust their free resources. Thank you so much. I agree with that. So find a good community to help you grow your scale. So aside from the community that both of you telling, do you think we really need a mentors when you're starting up? especially if you want to start your own business in podcasting. It's mentor really help you gain? I think, yes. I'm a big believer of mentorship because that is one factor that helped my journey, our journey in doing this podcast production business because the mentor act as someone who will enlighten your path or show you the roadmap of the things that you can achieve. They can show you the stepping stones, the things that you need to do in order for you to be on your one stage to another. So I'm a big believer of mentors and mentorship. Me too. I am addicted, actually. I am addicted to masterminds, to mentorship, to every time that I have the opportunity to learn from these people that I resonated with, I grab the chance to learn from them. Of course, if you are in a circumstance that you cannot afford, like a paid coach or a paid mentor, 
same thing as we said before. Either go to YouTube or to some community, Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, Reddit even, or Discord group. There are a lot. And then find a person that you can resonate with and check if they are teaching people what you wanted to be in the future. Let's say you wanted to be a podcast VA. Of course, I'm going to look for that person who is teaching it for free. And even if I am not paying them money, I will consider them as a mentor. And giving them the title that they are my mentor, I am going to take the opportunity to exhaust the free resources that they are offering. And if you are in that level that you can already afford a mentor, the good thing about it is you have an outside eye. What I mean is you have an extra set of eyes to see the wider view of your business if you wanted to scale. Because sometimes we are easily blinded that we thought that this is just the one piece that we can do or this is just one piece of the pie or of the business that we can get. But if you have like another set of eye, they can give you another strategy, another opportunity to also find out if there are other ways that you could try. So... Those are the benefits that I can see. If you are going to get a mentor, may it be paid or not. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kang. A-R-O-O-F-E-R-N.com. Fantastic. So mentor is one of great opportunity if you have one. So what was the one thing that really helped your business take off? Yeah. So maybe that one thing that helped like skyrocket the business is knowing the avatar or the set of clients that we want to serve. May it be the client for podcast production or may it be the students that we want to serve. It's the clarity that we have on what types of person we want to serve. So it's the avatar and then the clarity, maybe. How about you, Eloisa? Probably the one thing is the, the guidance from the mentors that in the past few years I hired. There are much bigger things that you can do outside of this. That if you were going to make your business bigger, there is also a bigger chance that you can help a lot of people. Example, I think for me, it's not really all about the money of how much I can take home, but of how many jobs I can create if I am going to earn more. And also for the value pad bootcamp, not necessarily because we are earning because there are a lot of students enrolling and paying us to learn from us. But the moral obligation that we really need to do this because we have been blessed by the opportunity of podcast production as a service. And why not give these people a chance also? to get the blessings that we have been getting for the past five years. So I think those two are the ones who really moved the needle for me. So we know we're still on still on pandemic right now. So what one thing again that you learn during this pandemic? For me, maybe consistency. 
it's like do not stop doing what you need to do in order for you to move forward do not take blame of the uncertainties that happens in your life like for the pandemic if i blame the pandemic pandemic now is pandemic there's no job if if that's the the story that i tell my mind during the two years that we have like the covid pandemic maybe i will be stalled the business will stop but what really helped us me and eloisa in in servicing our clients is that we consistently connected with the clientele that we want to work we consistently deliver the things that we need to do so maybe for me it's the consistency that i learned from the pandemic me the pandemic really hit me big time because i feel like that i have been caged for a very very long time and then i told myself a different story So I am in denial that there is a virus getting us killed or getting our countrymen killed or all over the world killed. I am in denial because I thought that at some point there's going to be like a magic pill that this is going to go away. And I waited at least three months or four months until I realized that life is really short and I really have to do everything in my power to protect my core people and my core people is the family that I have and so I learned that if I will be able to protect these people the core people around me they are going to also do the same they are going to protect their core people and then just pay it forward and also from this pandemic i know for sure that there was a ton of people who lost their job and some businesses also lost their capacity to pay their employees and bouncing back or losing everything at all and it made me realize that we were so blessed that we have been pushed in this opportunity or in this kind of of business of you know online business earlier on and so much more that the obligation for us to really put it out there to teach a lot of people to get this opportunity and also have their you know confidence back so the realization of that hits me hard during this pandemic Thank you for that. So, last question for you, both of you, is that if you have, like, say, a big, big billboard to write one short piece of advice to all our listeners and to our audience, what would you say to them? Especially if a service provider or podcaster was thinking of getting their own show. For me, it's action breeds clarity. That means that. Each time that you decide that you will take action, it will help you move forward. At the same time, if you feel unsure of the things that you want to do, by taking action, it will uncover. You will get that clarity that you want to get rather than overthinking of the what-ifs that you have in your mind by thinking and not moving. So for me, it's action breeds clarity. How about you, Eloy? Yeah, mine is we just had our first expert call. I am a part of this membership with Kia Abrera. You should also check her out if you guys have the time. We had an expert call just this week, the last week of November. And then during that group call, he said that once you make everything personal, you make it more global. 
So, make it as intimate as possible. You focus on just one person to help. And I think the opportunity of making it big and to reach globally is very infinite. So, start being personal and it is going to grow as global. Wow. Yeah. Very well said, Aloy. So, for our listener and audience right now, how they can contact you? Yeah. For aspiring podcasts, service providers, especially those in the Philippines, you can find us through Facebook. It's ValuePod Productions and Management Services. Uh, weekly, we do like uh, free sessions, free, free webinars about podcast servicing. So for those who wanted to try podcast service, you can check us out at our page. So Eloisa, how about our private Facebook group? Yeah, so if you are a Filipino podcast VA wannabe <laughs> and you wanted to have more support, but due to unforeseen circumstances, you do not have, let's say, enough resources to invest to a paid group coaching or paid course, we would want to invite you all to come visit our Facebook group, the Podcast VA School by ValuePod. You just have to answer a few questions there and we are going to approve your request to join the group. Inside the group, what you will find out is a ton of free resources. We have a guide section wherein you can learn about podcast editing, show notes, and also podcast guesting and guest sourcing and booking. So uh, please join again Podcast VA School by ValuePod. And this is not only open for people who wanted to be a podcast manager, a podcast producer, or a podcast VA. Uh, this is also open to those people who are independent podcaster and wanted to maybe, you know, at some point, learn how they can also use their skills and put it into like a business like what we are offering. So join the group. Thank you, Miko. All right. Thank you so much for that information. So all the link will be on the show notes. So please visit the show notes. And thank you so much, Se and Eloisa, for the time. And thank you to our listening audience as well. So this is Miko Santos from the That Podcast Exchange. And see you in two weeks time. Bye. Hello, Humanista. Thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. I truly respect your time. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted in the Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. If you think others could benefit from listening, please share it on your socials. And if you're a new listener, then thank you so much for checking out the show. And don't forget, you can find all resources, links at the show note down below. Since you're listening to this, I can tell you that you truly are dedicated to making a podcast that is a game changer for you. Your listener and scales your influence and message to the masses. For that, I want to give you the Art of Podcasting course for free. To get that course, go to kangaroofirm.com slash free course. Again, that is kangaroofirm.com slash free course. If you like to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page and the link will be on our show notes. 
By the way, if you're looking to start your own podcast, our friend from Kangaroo Firm Media Lab can help you achieve that. Check their website at kangaroofirm.com. Again, thank you for listening. This is Miko Santos. See you in two weeks' time. Check out this trailer for the upcoming episode. Coming up next on That Podcast is Change. So if you have content that resonates with people, that people find interesting, that is structured and people know what to expect, and whenever they come back to an episode, they know what's coming, they know what kind of quality can expect, what kind of talking points, that's way more important than having the best microphone. You should still optimize, obviously, but I think to getting the core podcast fit in terms of content and your audience is way more important than the most expensive equipment. This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with the mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcasts and harness the power of podcasting. Book now via www.kangaroofern.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com.